Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a Monday edition of Texans All Access. You heard the man, John Harris, here in his domicile in Houston, Texas. Being joined right now by my good friend, the voice of the Texans, Mark Vandermeer. Mark, good afternoon. How are you? Johnny, I'm doing great. Great weekend and looking forward to the schedule. I hope it's Thursday. I hope it's coming out, and I hope it's full. 16 games, four preseason games. I want the full complement, the full Monty of the schedule. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. You know what I thought about today, Mark? This is going to sound mm-hmm. really weird. Um, I we You know, we have not done – I mean, we've been doing all these remote shows. Right. We have not done a full show together – live in the same building since february wow in fact Why? you and i have not we, seen each other since february since we got back because from the of combine. the combine wait the we combine the, was the last time we went to the combine mm-hmm. we came back from the combine you went on vacation and then i went on vacation the next week and then we were coroned and i thought about that today i was like whoa that's it's almost like we've gone not quite the length of a summer but we've gone that long, two months without doing a show in the presence of one another. Now, we've seen each other because we've been on Zoom calls, meetings, and then we work yep. for the draft, et cetera. But I just thought about that, how long it's actually been since doing a show together. You and I, the thing about it is you and I do shows together all the time. We've been doing them since yeah. 2014. But the fact that we've gone two, almost two full months without seeing each other to do a show is really odd. And that hit me today as I was running. I was like, Wait a second. What does he look like? It's kind of weird. I hope <laughs> You're used to the video image. Yes. <laughs> you know, the camera hides a lot of pounds and makes me look younger, Johnny. I, I put it in that Barbara Walters out-of-focus lens on purpose, like old <laughs> movies and stuff. You know, it, how long it's been since you've seen certain people. Everybody can relate to this yeah. who's listening. Like, oh, wow, I haven't seen. And the fact that you just said that, the combine was the last thing we kind of did together. Yeah. And that was ages ago in, in real uh, time in a normal situation. You know, we would have had the owners meetings. We would have had just weeks and weeks of stuff. Yeah, the draft, obviously. Rookie camp would have been this coming weekend. Uh, numerous uh, just bump-ins with football ops people, yeah. and we're just not getting any of that right now. Um, along those lines, the owners' meetings, I totally completely forgot about that. They're scheduled for May, are they mm-hmm. not? Yeah, so, digitally. Man, we that was that's something that we haven't even – I don't even think – well, you and I definitely haven't discussed. I, mm-hmm. I know that. But I wonder what – I guess the will the NFL do it on Zoom? How are they going to? They'll mean, do they'll do it Zoom like whatever platform they use, but they will not be in person. And they always meet in May anyway, as you know. Yeah. And the listeners might not be aware of that. They they meet in March with that's the big one with the coaches, GMs, and owners and the families and all of it. That's the NFL annual meeting. They don't call that the owners' meetings. This is a different kind of NFL meeting with just owners and a couple of uh, brass members from. The organization. I don't believe any GMs go to the May ones, and that's when they vote on Super Bowls and things like that. Remember, right. Houston got theirs. Uh, the last one in 2013, it was awarded in Boston. I'll never forget that. And that was before you joined us. You joined us a year yeah. later, uh, but it was pretty cool to get that one. Yeah, very cool. You mentioned something right, right out of the shoot, mm-hmm. and it's equal parts one of my favorite days of the entire calendar year. It's also one of the most frustrating one, frustrating ones. And it's the NFL schedule. <laughs> I know why. I know why. Yeah, you know why. Because this thing comes yeah. out at seven o'clock. Yeah, seven. 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 Thank you. O'clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, right after our show is over. Yep. So we got to wait a full twenty-four hours to be able to even react. Now we'll obviously um, have things we can react to. And we'll put oh, we're gonna pod, Johnny. You and I will pod that okay. night, and All it'll. Right. It, at 7 o'clock, we will have a podcast out okay. about the schedule and our reaction to it. But here's what I'm hoping, that maybe a primetime schedule leaks out before that. Not leaks out, but it's released before that. Uh, you'll have numerous leaks, of course, but very often these are wrong, man. I can cite numerous yeah. years where schedule information comes out that's incorrect. you got to wait for the league, folks. There was one, I think it was last year, there was some uh, – individual i'll leave it at that who just started spitting out game weeks and who was playing 
Mm-hmm. And it was like, I mean, people were retweeting and like, oh, my God, this, this is happening. This is happening. And then they retweeted a Texans game. And they tweeted out, tweeted out a Texans game. And I was like, wait a second. that's That can't be right. Because that would be... I, there was something that was wrong with the math. I was like, oh, okay, this I don't think this is right. And then about a half hour later, the guy came out and said, yeah, I was just yanking everybody's chain. I was like, oh, really? Yanking it? I mean, it is kind of fun to see what ends up getting out before 7 o'clock. But it's also so frustrating to sit there and figure, oh, what, what, what is true? What's not true? Are we really, are we really starting the year against New England are we really going to have to go up there? I remember 2018 seeing that. And it, the thought, as you said the other day, we were talking about potentially going to Kansas City for to start this season. And it was 2018, and we started seeing New England. Like, oh, come on, please tell me that's not true. And that's like, ah, you know, just rip the Band-Aid right off with New England right out of the chute. And, well, that's what we did. And, unfortunately, because they beat us, they ended up getting the two seed while we got the three seed. But It was a anyhow. rough start. Yeah, well, all right. It was a rough start. You're right. And you could blame the lack of a two seed on that. However, maybe it could have gone much worse because you yeah, did actually sure. go to the postseason and win nine in a row in the course of an 11 game, uh, 11 win season. So you just look, you never Joe Paterno. I know we don't like to talk about him anymore, but he did yeah. say some interesting things. And one of them was, you never know how a schedule's going to play out. You never know. And of course, I'm doing, that, like, general Goodfellas stereotypical guy from New York impression here. But well, that's kind of what he sounded like. Yeah, he was from Brooklyn. He went to Brown. But he, yes. he's, a, he's a Brooklyn guy. That, that said, okay, so I'm going to fire the teams on the schedule at you. No, okay. no division. Well, maybe the division teams, too. Mm-hmm. You tell me when you'd want to play them. Okay. All right. I, I got it. The Chiefs, obviously, right away. Never. What would you want to play? I've... <laughs> it's never an option. <laughs> no, never, never is. Never oh, is darn not. It. It, oh. Not a, not an option. Okay. Uh, 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 opening night, Johnny. Give it to me. Rip off the band-aid. Yeah. I want the Chiefs. I want to be there. I want to see them get their rings, and I want to be seething. I just want to bathe in that anger and have the team do it too, and then go out and bludgeon them in front of a national audience. That's my goal. That would, that, for a that, would, that would be fun. And also, mm-hmm. by that point, you don't know whether Clyde Edwards-Delaire will have any impact. Um, and speaking of the Chiefs, did you see the news that Damian Williams was staying out in an Airbnb in L.A.? Oh, yeah. And as soon as they went in the house, he was robbed at, at gunpoint, apparently, by three three individuals. Um, the, I, I think early for the Chiefs, I'd be, I'd be fine. I'd be fine with that. Okay. We will play them at Arrowhead Stadium. Okay. The New England Patriots. They will come to NRG Stadium for the second consecutive year. Mm-hmm. When would you like to play them? I want to play them week two at home. So I want to play the Chiefs at Arrowhead opening night and then play the Patriots at home in a good old-fashioned nooner at NRG Stadium on a Sunday. Mm, Liberty White against the mm-hmm. Patriots. Yep, yep, let's go. And Stidham. Wow. Mm-hmm. I almost want to play them a little bit later. I almost want to play them like week five nope. or week six. Really? Yeah, because I feel like I feel like there's a chance with Stidham that early on they really protect him, and by protect him I mean coaching staff, play calling. Mm-hmm. They really, really protect him. They don't let him get out of hand a little bit. But then they're seeing some success, and they're having some success because he is so guarded, so to speak. And then they start taking a little bit. They start taking some of the shackles off a little bit, and then you start seeing some of the cracks in the armor. I want to play them like week five or week six at home, because that's when I think they'll start to expand things for him, and that's when it could get kind of complicated for him. And also by that point, hopefully the defense for the Texans will have a few weeks under its belt to kind of mm. round into shape. And if you're going to get after Stidham, if you're going to have success against him, you have to get after him. He does not. He does not fare well against pressure. He can move a little bit, but I think by week five or week six, defense kind of rounding the shape, finding its, finding its fit basically with uh, who's going to rush, what's the best sub package, rush packages you have, and I think also by week five or six, same thing goes the other side, and that is you start to expand your defensive package a little bit more, and that I think could help confuse him a little bit. So I'll go a few weeks later. To week five or week six. Okay. Going to your point about never. Right. The Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. When do I want to play them? Stadium. Yeah. I think never. a little bit later on. I think let's let's put this one in November, a primetime game, 
at NRG Stadium. Huge contest, Monday night, Sunday night, that kind of thing. And, and let's just, you know, similar to last year except at home this time, and let's let's get the measuring stick going. Let's see where it is. Let's see where it's at at that time of year. If it's not ready, if, if you're not ready for prime time quite yet against them anyway, yeah. then you have a few weeks to sort of regroup into the postseason. If you are ready, well, uh, let's just keep it going into the postseason, that kind of thing. I just think any time I mean, last year trying to figure out what happened on that weekend, I have no, I, I have no idea. Coming off the bye. I have no idea. Curse I of just, London. Everybody maybe. was everybody was a loser coming back from London, right? Well, yeah, and there's some news about that. We'll get to that yeah. uh, later in the show. But yeah, I, I don't know. Just trying to think of what's a good time to face them. Here's the other. Here's my other worry about mm-hmm. facing them is getting on the turf against Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Yeah, yeah mean, but they, Johnny, I don't know how you did. You see the rushing like uh, Pro Football Talks putting out the uh, over unders on certain things, and his mm-hmm. rushing yard total. Uh, it started out at nine fifty, went down to nine. I don't know what the exact numbers are, but the point is this: we both know that he's dynamic with the ball in his hands, whether he's throwing or running. Right. But I know this: I'm no expert, but I know this: you cannot continue to run the ball like that. I think he can develop as a better passer, and he, and he yeah. passed the ball very well last year. But like I always say, he's a one-man play-action pass. The threat of him running is a threat unto itself that you don't even have to fake a handoff to a running back because he is a quarterback who's also a running back. He's so dynamic. Look, he at that time of the year, I don't know. They're going to have to start figuring out a way to throw it more than run it. I know they do statistically or whatever, but yeah. they're not going to be able to run as much. That's my point. Now, maybe they can get away with another year like last year. Maybe they can get away with two or three more, but it's not going to go much farther than that. Well, the thing about it is they're also losing their best offensive lineman up front, Marshall Yonda. I mean, I know it was his last year, mm-hmm. but they have, they have to replace him. I mean, look, Ronnie Stanley, really good player. He's not Larry Tunso, in my opinion, but really good player. Zeus Brown, Jr., very good player. I mean, I think their tackles are good. I think their interior is not so great. But the, the key with, with stopping Lamar is you have to have such good cover guys that you can devote a safety or an, a, you know, a sub-linebacker to Lamar and not have to put him in coverage. So you have to almost invite the throw and then have your cover mm. guys be so good against him that wow. you end up – making plays on the ball, knocking passes away, that kind of thing. And and that's that's the thing that does worry me about Lamar is the fact that he's, he every team is going to be so concerned about him getting out of the pocket that they're going to try and – they're going to leave somebody available to try and stop him on a spy or whatever the case but, might but be. That, I hate that approach, Johnny. How I know, do the Titans I, do it? Because I think you just got to go after him. You just got to go after him. I mean, I think you have. I, I do. I do agree that you have to have that philosophy in some sense. You cannot just sit back and let him dictate to you. Yeah. I do. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But there are so many teams that don't look at it that way. They're like they're so concerned about him getting out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. And how often does a spy going to work against Lamar yeah. Jackson because he's going to be faster than your spy anyways? Right. He's going to outrun you to the sideline and turn it up and yeah. whatever. You know. You hope somebody else gets. It's also part of like trying to make him you know, redirect and maybe somebody else gets them. I get it. But, uh, yeah, I'd rather play them in November. I think, you know, you know that's going to be a tremendous game at yeah. NRG Stadium. Oh, We're all looking forward oh to it already. Goodness. How about the Colts? The Colts, you always uh, have you always have mm-hmm. an idea about when you want to play the Colts. And we, for a long time, we went there in December, and we would play them, you know, sometime in September, October, in our place, and then it sort of flipped. Now we've played them, I think, the last couple of times in early December, early to mid-December, yeah. and we've been playing up there. We play up there week four and week seven the last couple of years. When and where do you want to play the Colts? Okay, Johnny, I'm ready to go back to let's go to Indian December. I'm ready for that again. In fact, I think that the league is, you know, who knows how they're going to set it up with this COVID yeah. issue uh, because everybody's speculating, well, more divisional games late anyway, but – I think that if if the league really wants to have fun, you do the round robin with the Titans, Colts, and Texans late in the oh, year, as oh late goodness. in the year as possible, oh. and because these three teams are all the you know perceived title contenders. This is 2017 first round pick. You realize that in the AFC South, three of the four teams did not exercise fifth year option on their 2017 picks: Jacksonville, Leonard Fournette, 
Indianapolis today with Malik Hooker and Tennessee with Corey Davis, the only one to exercise their fifth-year option on their first-round pick is Deshaun Watson, the Houston Texans. How about that? How about that whole class, though, that whole first round and those fifth-year options? And you wonder why Bill O'Brien and Jack Easterby said about the Laramie Tunsil deal and two Mm -hmm. number ones and where you're going to be drafting and the uncertainty of it all, and you'd rather go for a proven player. And, hey, that's what they did. And and when you look at information like that, you start saying, okay, I get it. I get it. I mean, sitting at 26, you weren't going to get a tackle. Look at the top five picks, Johnny. They're all declined except for Garrett. And how reliable has Garrett proven to be when, you know, he's a click or two more reliable than Vontez Perfect? I'm just kidding around. But he had, all right, that may, might be unfair. Vontez Perfect on Miles Garrett. Well, but he had a perfect moment. That was a perfect did. scenario, he, right? He, even perfect, I don't think, has done something like that to somebody. I, yeah, I and, you know, and I know he lost it. Whatever. Look, I the way this game is, I can't believe more players just don't completely lose yeah. their mind. I lose my mind in a pickup basketball game sometimes. You know, I've seen guys mm-hmm. do it. Um, I once almost got into a fight with a guy who actually almost well, he he was with the Texans on the roster in the in the O two season, like mm-hmm. before they ever even got to the college draft. Yeah. I once almost like we were face to face. Johnny, the guy would have killed me in one punch. <laughs> but you know, that's what sports can do. We all know that. And uh, so I get it with Garrett to a point, but geez, I mean you weren't there for your t- and then you're suspended for the year, so okay. Well then again, the first time I ever saw our, our esteemed producer on the road, Robert Hensley, who is absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic and one of the salty earth guys oh, yeah, on the right. face of the earth, I got in a fight with him. So, you know, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a basketball True. game. So, and, you know, you're right. Things definitely do happen. There's no doubt. Now, in the 2018 draft, the Texans mm-hmm. didn't draft until the third round, in large part because they traded up to go get Deshaun Watson with their first pick in the 2018 draft in that third round. They drafted... From Stanford, Justin Reed. Jay Reed. Well, I should say Justin Reed because we got another Jay Reed. Justin Reed sat down with DP Sitter and talked about all kinds of things going on this offseason. We will have that for you next right here on Texans All Access. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Houston Methodist is still here for you. Seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. Hey, Papa John's here. Who wants a boring sandwich when you can have our new Papadias at Papa John's? Four exciting flavors, just six bucks each. You're going to love it. Better ingredients, better pizza, better than a sandwich. Papa John's Houston. Hey, Papa John's here. Who wants a boring sandwich when you can have our new Papadias at Papa John's? Four exciting flavors, just six bucks each. You're going to love it. Better ingredients, better pizza, better than a sandwich. Papa John's Houston. Ah. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon. And it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. 
KPUCT number 10007. Allen, deep drop, in trouble. Ball is out again, J.J. Watt, and he falls on it, and the Texans have it in the red zone. Nothing compares to the excitement and emotion of watching your Houston Texans play at NRG Stadium. Take the first step to joining the Houston Texans family and sign up for the 2020 season ticket priority wait list for free. Enjoy exclusive offers, event invitations, and more. Join at HoustonTexans.com. We need small businesses, and right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Introducing Verizon Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream to support local communities and share ways to help small businesses. Verizon Pay It Forward Live. Tune in every Thursday at Verizon on Twitter and Yahoo Entertainment at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever. Right now, we're all safer at home. But should you need a new vehicle, Hyundai has options to shop online, and a participating dealer can deliver it right to you. Plus, you'll make no payments for four months. To find out more, go to buyhyundai.com. Get 0% APR for up to 84 months and make no payments for four months on the 2020 Tucson or Elantra. Visit your Houston Hyundai dealer online today. Offers end by 420. Call 469-613-0227 for more offer details. The Houston Texans, Toro and NOV, have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. Get in the loop. You do not trade Kenny Stills. No way, no how. Two of your top three receivers have never caught in a pass from Deshaun Watson. They never even practiced with Deshaun Watson at this point. The uphill battle for veterans that are coming into new systems and working with new quarterbacks, and you want to try to get on the same page. You're not going to have as much time to do that. He's more valuable to the Texans than he is any other team, and trading him would be a monumental mistake for King Bill. In the Loop with Landry and Lopez. Weekdays at 10. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. You're listening to Texans All Access. For the latest stories and videos on your Houston Texans, check out HoustonTexans.com. Oh, yeah, check out HoustonTexans.com for sure. I got a football 101 up there about Ross Blacklock, hopefully working on one for John Grenard. So trying to get that up there tonight, tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. I am John Harish, football analyst and silent reporter for your Houston Texans. I am joined by my good friend, Mark Vanderbilt. Mark, we have a gut reaction to do later in the show. Plenty going on around the league, including uh, a legend passing away. But it's now time to catch up with our man, Justin Reed, who sat down with DP Sidhu. Hey, Justin, how's it going today? I know normally we'd be sitting face-to-face, but under the circumstances, Zoom is going to have to do. How have you been these days? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm starting to get kind of used to the the new normal that we're living in right now with the quarantines going on and just finding my own routine to keep myself busy uh, in this isolation period. Are you doing anything cool or unique or maybe something that you never had time to do before that you're able to do now? Yeah, um, I, I stay active. Um, I still do a lot of things in my rehab and treatment. Um, I enrolled back in school. So I'm a full-time student online right now at Stanford University trying to earn my undergrad in industrial engineering. Um, I still try and find ways to um, be active in the community uh, in ways to where, you know, you're able to still respect the guidelines put out um, by the government with social distancing to try and keep everyone safe, but still find ways to help um, people who are in need of some support. So uh, I still have my hands full. Yeah, it sounds like you're keeping busy. What about 
things that you may miss these days? I know there's probably a long list of them, but what do you miss the yeah. most right now during social um, The most is, is the locker room. Just being able to go in with the guys um, and just, you know, have fun, cut up, be, just being around a whole bunch of people. Like, I feel like a lot of us are really learning about ourselves and we're able to get back to a lot of things um, that we've never been able to do before because we never had the time, which is great. I encourage everyone to still find ways to uh, self-improve themselves, maybe learn a new skill, a new talent, an instrument you always want to play. But I still miss just being around all the fellas at the same time, um, sharing stories of where we went in the off season and things like that. Yeah, your traveling is pretty limited this off season. Tell me about school, being an online student, full-time student. What's that been like? Is it easier? Is it yeah. harder to um, study? I'm, to be honest with you, I'm more of a in-class type of guy. I'd much rather be sitting in the classroom physically um, so that way I don't have any excuses for getting distracted. You know, right now it's easy to kind of just pause the video. But the nice part about it, too, is that it does allow me to still do all the other things, um, like be out, be out uh, with my philanthropy and and still focus on uh, training and still be able to do all my class time at the same time. So it is a little bit different. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of online school, but, you know, it's a new normal. It's what we've got. Well, the NFL just came out with the virtual off-season workout program where you'd be taking online classes and education and workouts. Uh, yeah. How much is this going to help you with that? Yeah, it just feels like more of the same. You know, it's <laughs> another Zoom interview, you know, pro. add to the list. But it, it'll definitely be interesting. Um to see how all this is is working out. It's kind of like the lockout year, except a little bit different. Yeah, and the NFL draft, I mean, it's going to be um, an unprecedented one, obviously, with, you know, everything being virtual, coaches in their homes, GMs in their homes. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that you were being drafted. When you put yourself in these players' shoes, what do you think would be going through your mind right now if, if this was Man, your draft year? so much anxiety. And, and to be honest <laughs> with you, it's going to be really interesting to see if what happens if there's any technical difficulties happening at any of the coaches' homes? There's not going to be anywhere to fix it. But, but, when, but two years ago, whenever I was in this position where I was getting drafted, it's just the unknown, you know, because you have no idea what's going on. I visited um, at the combine with 28 teams. I took 15 visits to teams where I flew to um, their facilities and talked with the coaches there in person. And you just talk to them, and you're trying to put your best foot out there, but you really just don't know. When your name is finally called, um, when you receive that phone call, and, you know, when when uh, Coach O'Brien called me, it's like, it's O'Brien with the Texans, and we're letting you know that we're picking you up um, with this draft pick. It's, it's the coolest. It's just a big wave of relief just because you finally feel like you have a destination and a goal in mind about where you're headed next. You feel like you just start preparing. Okay, I know what film to watch now. I know, um, I know who my teammates are going to be now. I know who I can reach out to for help. I know I have a coach now that I can ask questions to. It just really gives you a sense of direction um, to really feed that energy. Well, the Texans back in 2018, your draft year, they didn't have a first-round pick. Very similar to this year's draft. And you've talked about it quite a bit, having a little bit of a chip on your shoulder that you were passed up in yeah. the first few rounds. But what do you remember most when you finally did get that call? Do you remember anything from that phone call? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a lot. And I do remember sitting in that room and seeing the first round go by, the second round go by, and kind of wondering, you know, what, what's, what's, what's going on, what's happening? But all of those feelings went away as soon as I got the phone call. And um, Coach O'Brien called me, and then he passed the phone to, um, I think it was Coach Cornell, and then he passed it to, um, Coach Midget at the time, who was a DB coach, and really the phone just got passed around the room. <laughs> All of them just saying a few quick words to congratulate me, and I'm, I'm just smiling ear to ear, just you know, happy to be talking to um, my new coaches. And the feeling that these guys are going to go through, um, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I had all of my family with me. I had... Um, I told my mom I wanted a small party. She ended up inviting like over 150 people, you know, so, but it, it was just, it was just amazing. Two years under your belt now. It's hard to believe that that was, you know, you're, you're in year three now. When you yeah. look back on that rookie year, where do you think you've grown the most? What have you learned the most about Ooh. yourself? Uh, really, really, I say I've grown the most in stepping into more of a leadership role as far as um, being very commanding in, of the playbook, being able to make all the calls, um, 
being a player on the field that the other guys will know and look up to and be able to be like, I know Justin Reed's going to be on the field. field. He's going to have my back. You know, he's going to have me over the top. If he says he's going to be there for me in this spot, I know he's going to be there during the plays. And really just just having that camaraderie with all of the guys. You know, when you first get there, you know, you're still wet behind the ears, just trying to learn your way. And now I've been here three years, going on to my third year. I have my routine set. I know where everything is in the building. I know exactly what I need to do for myself personally to get prepared for every game um, with film study and everything like that. It just all feels very natural and fluid. You say wet behind the ears, but it seems like when you're a rookie, you just sort of eased right in. You didn't seem like a rookie when you were talking to the media. You didn't seem like a rookie on the field. I didn't feel like one either. You know, I felt like I had a lot of prep with that, with my older brother playing Mm -hmm. in the league, and I felt very familiar with it. Um, But it was still a new experience. You still have to learn um, the tricks of the trade of transitioning from being a college athlete to a full-time professional. Past two seasons, you've dealt with your share of injuries, wrist injuries, shoulder injuries. Your teammates voted you the Ed Block Courage Award winner because of – everything that you battled through, all the adversity to, to get back on the field. And you only missed one game in your two mm. seasons as a Texan. Tell me, how are you health-wise? What has this offseason been like for you getting a little bit of a rest? Yeah, this offseason has been 100% about getting back healthy. Um, it's been kind of nice that I've gotten to really dial in on focusing on um, my, my, both my wrist and my shoulder. Um, and, you know, this is, a, this is a rough sport that we play. You know, there's a 100% injury rate. You, but if you're doing the things to take care of your body and, and you shake back and just have a little bit of that um, grinder's mentality, just knowing that you want to be on the field, you say I missed one game. That's the one game I wish I had back because there's nothing worse for me than sitting on the sideline because I just want to be on the field out there with all the guys just having fun and making plays. But the shoulder's been doing great. I'm actually ahead of schedule from the last time I talked to um, my trainers and my doctor. Um, so the mobility and everything's going well. Is it easier or harder to work out right now? Um, it's definitely, it's unique. I love I loved, like, if, even if I wasn't playing football, I would work out as a hobby just because I love working out. You know what I mean? It is a little bit more fun when you have all the guys around, you're just kind of having a good time while you're doing it. Um, but, nah, it's, it's just normal. How about for rookies watching right now? Uh, the Texans will have a few new additions to their team. What, what's your biggest words of advice to them? Um, my biggest words of advice for them is to stay ready, um, be ready to take advantage of your opportunity because your opportunity will come at some point. I don't know when, you don't know when, but it will come. And when it, when it presents itself, you need to be ready to take advantage of it. So even though we're quarantined right now, um, make sure you stay active, stay fit. Um, don't make any poor choices and be able to put your best foot forward whenever you step on the field with us, um, whenever that may be later this year. All right, Justin, you do so much work in the community. I saw you recently packaging and helping distribute meals uh, for Kids Meals, Inc. And and that's just something that you've always been really passionate about. Why is it so important to you to give back to the community and, and, and especially in these days? Yeah, I felt like growing up, I've had a lot of help um, from mentors, people I've looked up to, big brothers, um, both blood and not blood kind of looking out for me and showing me the, and giving me like a role model to look up to and just a lending hand whenever I needed it. So the biggest thing for me um, to pay homage to what the people before me have done for me is I want to be able to do that for other people. So that's why philanthropy's always been um, a big part of me. I love working with kids. Um, everything I do almost always has something to do um, with the next generation, whether that be um, laptops to the next wave of students coming through or um, the kids meals thing or working with the candlelighters Houston which are you know three of my favorites I just love to stay active it's, it's, it's important to me to want to to give back I saw you were trying to get some laptops to a student recently on Twitter how'd that go uh, that's actually still in the process we're currently communicating with the um, Baylor School of Medicine to kind of figure out the best route to distribute some laptops and I actually have a great friend of mine um, in the uh, HEB president who's helping out and he's going to help distribute some laptops and join me in the cause as well and we're going to rack up as many as we can um, find the students who who are really doing what that well in school and who are who may need a little bit of help just with having the resources like a laptop to do their school online from home 
um, and we're going to distribute those out. Everything comes through. Yeah, laptops are so important these days. You're absolutely right. Well, Justin, best of luck to you this offseason in, in your rehab, in your school, with your grades, everything. And we hope to see you out there soon. I appreciate you. Thank you. There he is, Justin Reed, 2018 third-round pick. He was the first pick for the Texans. And, Mark, I happened to just – I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I was just bouncing around on YouTube, and it had suggestions – and YouTube suggested to me week four, 2018, Texans 0 and 3, Colts 1 and 2. But that game popped up as a suggestion. And so I just started watching it. And it's week four. So I'm yeah. just watching, kind of not, I mean, I'm paying attention to, you know, what's going on. And then all of a sudden I see as the game's going on, I'm like, why is Justin Reed going out of the game? And you realize that wasn't that long ago that Justin was a rookie in week four, 2018. He only been there for four weeks. I think it was the very next week where he stepped into the starting lineup. I think it was the next week or the week after that. that he stepped into the starting lineup and he didn't come out and he hasn't come out since uh, outside of the one game he missed uh, due to the injury. But he became so valuable for this defense in such a short amount of time. I, I mean, the, the number of rookies that you can say that about I, since 2002, since the, since the Texans came in, into being. I mean, Dante Robinson in 2004, Cushing in 2009, uh, J.J. by the end of the year in 2011. But there aren't many rookies you can say that about that stepped in and just became such a fixture on a particular unit as soon as Justin Reed did. Yeah, and I know you've been asked a lot about this year's class, and, and we were talking about this last week a little bit. Look, it's a lot to expect somebody to have the kind of rookie campaign and Almost, I say almost immediate contribution that Reed had, but it's possible. It's possible for several, well, you only have five guys and some undrafted free agents, of course, but for more than one of these guys to really make a big contribution, maybe not even necessarily as a starter, rotation player, contributor, however you wanted to find that. You make a couple of big plays here or there, and it just turns into this enormous contribution to the success of a season. So we'll see how that plays out. But I love Reed. You know, how, how can you not love this kid? Great representative wow. of the city, does it on the field, off the field. He mentioned Scott McClellan and HEB helping him out with that laptop project. That was good stuff. Yeah, really good stuff. And, you know, it's funny, Mark, I, this is something that's come up a number of times talking about this, and I've, I'm guilty of it. And then I happened to be driving the other day, and I was just thinking about the 2011 season. And mm-hmm. obviously you remember the 2011 season. That was the lockout year. And I remember all the talk that summer was, man, you can't expect much from the rookies uh, in 2011. They won't have an OTAs. They won't have mini camps. Yeah. Heck, they won't even have their playbooks, basically, until they get into the training camp. And then I started looking back at what the 2011 class did not only in the future, but mm-hmm. that particular year. I mean, Cam Newton yep. took over in Carolina the first two games. He threw for over 400 yards in his first two games. You know, what J.J. did in 2011. I mean, that was the Patrick Peterson class, the Cardinals, A.J. Green, uh, Julio Jones, Von Miller. Those guys stepped in, and obviously we're going to look back and think that was a Hall of Fame class because all the players oh, yeah. that end up going to the Hall of Fame. That was a special, special class. But the more I got to thinking about 2020, I'm like, wait a second. In 2011, it was different, yet similar. You didn't have OTAs. You didn't have mini camps. You went right up to the day you were supposed to start training camp, and then you rolled right into training camp. Nobody's expecting anything from these rookies, and then those rookies were fantastic. I'm not putting it by anybody in 2020 to not come out and show out what they can do in 2020, whether it's you know the Texans rookies or you know Joe Burrow or whomever. I think that's... It's foolhardy to think these rookies won't have an impact only because, oh, they're not having OTAs, they're not having minicamps. Nine years ago, it was the same thing, and that group was really, really good. And the season is long, and you get to a point in the season where, oh, they're not rookies anymore. That old cliche, there are no rookies (laughs) anymore. But that's true because T.J. Yates himself was a fifth-round draft choice that year and ended up starting at quarterback, and we talked about 300-yard performance against Cincinnati and that clincher in December up there and other good things that he did for this team. I mean, you you never know where it's coming from. Brooks Reed had a bunch of sacks in the postseason, big plays in the regular season. Watt turned into Watt in the postseason, of course. But during the regular season, he was no slouch. They got numerous contributions. You're going to need it. Look, it's not a big roster. This is not college. The rookies have to do something, and it'll be really fun to see how much these guys, this crop, can do for you. 
Yeah, no doubt. There's plenty going on around the NFL. The Colts made a decision on Malik Hooker. The NFL will issue its schedule release this week, and I would imagine preseason as well. And the NFL, unfortunately, has lost a legend. We will talk about that next Texas All Access. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Get in the loop. You do not trade Kenny Stills. No way, no how. Two of your top three receivers have never caught in a pass from Deshaun Watson. They never even practiced with Deshaun Watson at this point. The uphill battle for veterans that are coming into new systems and working with new quarterbacks, and you want to try to get on the same page. You're not going to have as much time to do that. He's more valuable to the Texans than he is any other team, and trading him would be a monumental mistake for King Bill. In the Loop with Landry and Lopez. Weekdays at 10. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Your hometown Whataburger drive-thru is open 24-7 as usual. But now, as we all adjust to this new normal, we've also kicked off curbside pickup for online orders from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So instead of walking your order to your table, we'll walk it right out to your car. Just because we can't be close doesn't mean we can't be neighborly. Whataburger. To Houston Frontline Responders, Thank you. To show its gratitude, Tide is offering free laundry services in Houston to the families of frontline responders. Simply bring your laundry and identification to Tide Cleaners and they will wash it within two days. One less thing for you to worry about. While you take care of us all, Tide will take care of the laundry for the families of frontline responders. To learn more and find a location near you, visit hope.tidecleaners.com. Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit. Until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again, let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com COVID. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months with three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases. Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. Ashley Home Store. This is home. Hey friends, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org Texans. Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the wait list and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice versus LSU from a luxury suite this fall. 
As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer, brewed with great taste and only 96 calories, available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Fear of missing out is a real thing. Don't have FOMO when it comes to your favorite team? Follow the Houston Texans on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Do not miss out on the schedule release right as we went to break. The NFL sent out a press release Mm. Thursday night. 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, three-hour schedule release. They're calling it release Schedule Release 20, presented by Verizon. On the NFL Network, we'll reveal the entire schedule, all 32 team schedules, and more. You can get uh, NFL app, NFL.com. Go check out HoustonTexans.com because we will have everything that you need to know about the Texans 2020 season Go check that. Why don't we go live? Let's just let's call it right now, Johnny. We're going live on every platform: Facebook, Snapchat, Snapface, Facebook, Twitter, Twitterazzi, Insta, HoustonTexans.com. We will be live at seven o'clock Thursday for the schedule unveil, and it's going to be great. Now, as I say that, the league's going to shut us down because they want everyone to watch NFL Network. No, we're gonna we'll we'll release our games. Seven seconds after <laughs> whatever. I don't know what we're gonna do. But we're gonna go live. <laughs> yeah, whatever the, the timing is. I remember yeah. twenty I remember twenty fourteen, Mark. I remember when uh you you had just named me the silent reporter and I'm watching the schedule release and it really I mean I always watched it, but I was like, Oh, wait a second. We're going to Pittsburgh. When are we playing Pittsburgh? Oh my God! Is that going to be a Monday night? Is that going to be a Sunday night? Oh my God! We're going to Cle- like all these different. I'm like watching it with such a different eye, and over the years, I've, I've obviously looked at it much differently because we end up in those stadiums, and who knows where we're going to end up in 2020, uh, calling the games. But the NFL over the weekend, there were plenty of things that were out there on the interwebs. But Mark, the one that I saw that put a little smile on my face, it said, I, I think it was Yahoo Sports. I saw it. But it said that the NFL will play a season in 2020. There's no question. Now, how they go about it, there are still uh, some of those things in the offing. But uh, I'm curious to see with this schedule release how the games, especially early on, are matched up. Do they go with the, the, the AFC-NFC crossover games in those first four weeks just in case the season has to move back uh, four weeks? How do they go about that? I'm really curious to see what happens on Thursday what the 16-game schedule will be, and then if in any uh, any adjustments that have to be made after that, given what we're going through right now. Yeah, look, there's a bunch of different ways they can set this up, but they must feel pretty confident, Johnny. I love this, okay? I, I love that the league is just like, full steam ahead, let's go. Yeah. You know, and, and I told you, I think I told you this, and I know I put it on my podcast at the very end, but – uh, you know, just quickly, Johnny, I'll do my 30-second dad story. My dad, who I talk about from time to time, little kid in World War II in the Netherlands, they were occupied by the Nazis. You know, he he does not talk about it much, but he did say to me, and he's not even really a fan, he just follows it because I do, and he again, he's from overseas. But yeah. he said, I was talking about, I just hope we play. He said, you will play. The NFL has to play. People want it. People need sports. They have to have the NFL. It's the biggest sport. And even in World War II, they played soccer in Europe. In Ger- in Germany, I don't know. But in Holland, they did. In the Netherlands, an occupied country, they played pro soccer. In England, they played pro soccer during World War II. There was one game in 1943 that had 40,000 people at Wembley Stadium to watch soccer with the with the threat of Hitler bombing. I mean, they did it because the people need their bread and circus. That's what we are. Let's rock. 
Yeah. Uh, Safely, I'm, of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> and, and that obviously is put in front of everything. But mm-hmm. I, I cannot wait. We'll get the preseason schedule. Uh, I would imagine on Thursday as well. So we'll get preseason. We'll get regular season. I'm always, I always like the preseason schedule. That usually comes out first. But it also gives an idea of where we might be going for a few days. Um, for practice. We, yeah. Although, do you do it practice. now? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I, we, I'd go full. Like, heck, yeah. If you're going full steam ahead, heck, yeah, you do it. Okay, heck, good. yeah, you I do mean, it. Yeah, it's three months from now, right? So, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. It's a little more than three months. And things yeah. change so quickly. You know, we had a company-wide call this afternoon with Jamie Roots. He brought up that point that, you know, like 24 hours, 48 hours goes by. You get all this different news mm-hmm. and information. Who knows what it's like? Uh, yeah. But the worst thing you can do is not put it out, and then all of a sudden, hey, we were good to go after all, and, right. uh, you know, we'll have to wait another couple of months. No, they're going to go full steam ahead. Let's have it. And, of course, they'll figure out a way to do it as safely as possible. I don't know about fans, no fans, fans, yes, fan. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody really knows right now. I think we're going to find out a lot more on Thursday. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Now, one aspect of the 2020 season that will be different than last year, the International Series will take yeah. at least a one-year hiatus. There will be no games in Mexico City or in London and, Mark, I got to admit, had they done that last year, I would have been like, yeah, okay. Like, I, even though we were involved in the game, I just would have been like, yeah, all right. You know, I, I really, at this time last year, I really wasn't all that excited about going to London for that game. Mm-hmm. And as it got closer, I got more and more excited about it. And that was one of the more fun road trips we've had. It was crazy. It was nuts. It It felt like we were there. We landed. We slept. We played a game, and we left. It's what it felt like. But that was an amazing trip. I would totally do that again. I would totally do it again. And winning really helped. Uh, I mean, the memories are the game and you and I showing up to the uh, to the Texans pub on oh, Friday night with it utterly packed. And like, I don't even know how we got the show across, but we did. <laughs> and, you know, eating. Uh, what did we have? Fish and chips. Fish I said, and Let's chips. Just, two orders. We need it now. We were starving to death. We were like wolfing the food down. It was great. <laughs> We've been in a cab. We've been in an Uber for Two and a half hours. I know. It was great, But it was an amazing trip. Uh, Being at Wembley Stadium was just just incredible. It really was. And speaking of incredible, the NFL's all-time winningest coach, Mm. Don Shula, passed away today at the age of 90. It obviously was a life well lived. Uh, Mark, you you being down in Miami, did you have any – um, did you bump into Coach Shula? Did you know him at all? Yeah, and I, I once had the, the pleasure of sitting at a table with him during a banquet that was actually at Shula's Steakhouse 2, which is in uh, Miami Lakes. I think it was 2, because there's a little hotel or banquet facility attached, and, uh, and Lee Corso was a speaker there, and oh, he wow. sat at our table. I was really lucky to be at this table. It was Don, it was David Shula, who was running the steakhouses. Yeah. Uh, Corso sat at our table. It was unbelievable. And and Shula could not have been nicer to me. I would, you know, I'm nobody. I'm well. I'm the voice of the Hurricanes, but I'm relatively new in town. And he's like, listen, I really like your your you know what you're doing here. And like he knew, like he yeah. listened. And meeting that was one of the exciting things about moving to Miami. Not just the Hurricanes, but meeting all the old Dolphins. I I did a few shows with Jim Mandich, who was a tight end on the '72 team. I met Manny Fernandez and all these other guys. Uh, Joe Rose and I still talk. And he was he was not on the '72 team. He played with Marino uh, later in the 80s. But, yeah, meeting Shula was one of the thrills of my life in football. And then I, I bumped into him another time or two. And he was at NRG Stadium, Johnny. In 07, they did the East-West Shrine game here. Uh, right. He coached a team, and so did Dan Reeves. He coached the other squad. Yeah, I, I actually and do I know my you overnight him, show. Right? Do my overnight show. My producer, Will, uh, who's fantastic, came to me one day and said, hey, I got something for you. Do you want to interview Don Shula? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like you don't have to ask me. You just tell yeah. me when the interview is. And he right. was doing something. I think it was for Carnival Cruise Lines or something like that. And Mark, I thank God I was in a different room and I was just on the phone because I would have been a nervous wreck. But I somehow made it through the interview. And you're right. He couldn't have been nicer. I told him ahead of time I was a coach's son, you know, just like his sons. Mm-hmm. And we talked for a good four or five minutes before we started the interview. I mean, he was absolutely fantastic he was a tremendous coach a tremendous leader 
um, and he is and should be at some point feeded uh, and celebrated this year uh, in 2020. And oh, I, I yes. imagine down in Miami there will be no question about that. Places he obviously throughout his career, his playing career in Cleveland, coaching career in Baltimore and Miami, mm-hmm. they definitely will celebrate the life of Don Shula. Mark, awesome job today, as always. We'll be back tomorrow night. A big thanks to Justin Reed and D.P. Sidhu, of course. Thank you so much for being with us. And as always, go Texans. Can't get enough Texans radio? We've got shows. We've got podcasts. We've got interviews. It's all on HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Rule Star of Courage winner, presented by Apache, is Houston Fire Department firefighter Shane Cox. For the past two years, Shane has constantly been on the front lines, working hard to save lives and serve the city of Houston. During this challenging time, he has gone above and beyond by working overtime as an essential worker to help our community. He has truly dedicated his life to serving Houston and ensuring everyone's safety. The Houston Texans and Apache would like to congratulate him for being our April Star of Courage winner. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. So, at GEICO, we'd like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your savage dance moves. Thanks for sharing your DIY haircut fails. Thanks for sharing your inner lip sync star. Now, it's our turn to share with the GEICO Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. Because we're committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for more info and eligibility. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this, and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Modern Modernization Today has the products you need to modernize your workplace, like Wi-Fi booster crystals. Let their metaphysical powers enhance connectivity and spiritually awaken your Internet of Things. At CDW, we get crystals won't modernize your network. You need Cisco Catalyst access points that are Wi-Fi 6 compatible and can help you improve reliability, increase capacity, and reduce latency. Cisco and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco. Houston Methodist is still here for you, seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. Take your Texans game day experience to a new level with Houston Texans club seats. You'll enjoy premier sight lines with wider cushion seats, a private game day entry, and in-seat food and beverage service. Enjoy premium culinary offerings while listening to live music in the exclusive club lounges during breaks in the play. Take the first step and join the club ticket priority wait list for free at HoustonTexans.com. Mustang Cat has been serving Texans for three generations. Cat compact machines do big work and are more affordable than you think. We'll help you find the right cat machine to get the job done with the Mustang Cat Texas Two-Step. 
First, demo a new cat machine at your location or one of ours. Second, get $150 as our thanks. Call 833-MY-CAT-19 or visit mustangcat.com slash two-step to schedule a demo. Offer limited to new customers only. See website for details. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners. $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. To Houston Frontline Responders, thank you. To show its gratitude, Tide is offering free laundry services in Houston to the families of frontline responders. Simply bring your laundry and identification to Tide Cleaners and they will wash it within two days. One less thing for you to worry about. While you take care of us all, Tide will take care of the laundry for the families of frontline responders. To learn more and find a location near you, visit hope.tidecleaners.com. What do 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have in common? They're all members of Houston's most exclusive professional network, Texans Lux. Whether your company has 10,000 worldwide employees or 50 based in Houston, businesses large and small appreciate the opportunities Lux provides them to network with other professionals. And best of all, Lux membership includes a suite for each Houston Texans home game. Find out how you can use a Lux membership to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.